This is the Balancing Act by Security Compass, your guide to going fast while staying safe in today's digital world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast today. Our guest speaker is Hassan Yasser. He's with the Software Engineering Institute, Carnegie Mellon University. Thank you very much for joining us today, Hassan. Thanks for having me, Altes. So Hassan, just to, to get right to it, we hear a lot now about this idea of adding intelligence to our DevOps pipelines. And so there's this idea of smart software pipelines. Can you describe a little bit about what a smart software pipeline is? Uh, it's a really nice thinking because we are hearing about a smart car, smart nest, smart house, everything is smart why the software is environment is not coming smart. We should, that's a kind of a nature of thinking. But indeed what a smart software pipeline, it is Altes. And we currently have a lot of automation, DevOps and DevSecOps concept. Take a leverage of uh, machine learning elements and take a leverage of emerging technologies such as automation concept and lean concept and agile concept and also doing a lot of data collection through the software delivery environment and let the software environment help me to my job to better. It's not the developers and all the stakeholders in software delivery pipeline, they have something to learn to their job better. So what we do right now currently with a lot of manual process, project management, people are getting a lot of data from the test, test schedule from issue tracking systems. And architectures are getting a lot of data from the, the static analysis and examples. Developers are getting so much data with respect to the code checking, the number of functions and tested and test results. So if you look at that, all these people are looking for data in the pipeline, but everybody is doing some sort of things for their needs, either exporting data in Excel or, or they are doing some automation for their needs, but there is no learning pieces in it. So learning is happening right now in our head. It's right here. Because always we ask, what is the estimate? And the person says, here's my estimate based on experience and based on what they are doing the projects. If they don't know about the, the new technologies and developer are saying, let me test it first and tell you. It's about the person's learning. It takes time. It takes longer. It takes time to get the knowledge in the tool perspective. It is very hard to find that knowledgeable people out there. But when we are building a good set of data, which is we are coming at data, every, almost my opinion, almost everybody, not a, not a company, everybody will be a data person eventually. Look at ourselves, how many pictures we are collecting our phones? Many, thousands. In, in the, as an individual, now think about in a company perspective, if we are building a software, we are generating so much data from everywhere, from log we are generating. We are generating log from test cases. We are generating from every pipe, every components. But why don't we use that concept and learn from our data we generated, from our behaviors what we generated. So system overall software pipeline will help me do the better job. When we say smart, that's the smart means in the software delivery perspective. Mm, that's interesting. So within the software delivery pipeline, we now have the ability to radiate this data and this information to help us make more informed decisions. And that can exactly. certainly help us to improve how we go through the pipeline. Let me ask you a question that we often get. 
So what is ultimately the business value of a smart software pipeline? It is a lot. It is a lot. Look at ourselves, how much we are using our daily activities and asking to the Google to weather check. It's saving time. You know, the, we are, when we go outside and we are getting a prediction based on the traffic pattern, it's saving our time. The same is true for the software. Business value is increased speed of delivery, high accuracy, learning from our mistakes quickly, and eliminating manual process in every phase of life cycle. Life cycle. And, and also the biggest things like we can do a better job in terms of planning purpose. The planning is not, it should not be any type of like doing a lot of manual process. We should have more dynamic with respect to the planning. So the concept of smart is gonna help you do the better planning. This is exactly why we're using a smart technologies right now in our world for better planning, for everything. When we drive, better planning for the drive. When we do anything else, we are doing better. Same concept is also true for better planning of software engineering. I know it looks like it may be classical thinking for planning, but if you have a plan, it's dynamic. It is very well aligned with the software delivery, software management. It's gonna create a best outcome. But what we do typically, we do plan in the project plan, but stays in the somebody else, you know, repositories in the folder. If plan is not accurate based on what we are doing, it doesn't mean anything. So why let's use that the concept, as I said at the beginning, it's gonna help the business for better informed decisions. Mm -hmm. and, and so informed here lies, I guess there's an exactly. element of risk, yeah. yeah. In and there. informed decision, when you look at any Actually, the risk is everywhere. When you look at any new capabilities, so always business analysts are analyzing what is the cost of that capabilities we have to make that happen. What is the impact of the organization in terms of the, the scheduling wise? And what I need to have to make that happen. If I don't do, what is the risk of that capabilities that if it is not in the market? So this is gonna get, help them to have a better understanding based on the right plannings. So when we look at the security, security specifically, that we have been talking almost every time, and there is a strict alignment with the security with the business risks. And then automatically, I should able to look at all my test results based on the security. And I should learn from my security decisions that depends on what I did it, why I did it, how I did it, what type of libraries I used it, what type of patterns I have, what type of second else I used it then it should be able to align with my business by learning from our data collections, which we can do. It's not a rocket science anymore. We can learn from our static analysis code or maybe fast testing, dynamic testing. All this testing can fit us to risk postures. So it's gonna be more informed decision for the risk as well. I know we talked about the past, like we are using some code analysis or we're using some other techniques. We always see that high, low, medium. We always see the score. For me, score is good to know, but if I am in the domain, my domain risk is different than somebody else's domain. That score should be relevant to me. I should generate a score based on my risk, based on mm -hmm. which organization does all that, organization that their risk scores for their work. But we are not using that component, the software mechanisms. And then we are following the high-low medium of XYZ tooling or XYZ thinking for me, it doesn't really mean anything unless if you're gonna tie with the organization risks scores. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then the, the system 
smart concept, we learn from our data analysis and risk and give us a better risk analysis by learning and estimating and then keep tracking. Because what we learned at the past, it's going to help us to do better prediction in the future. Yeah. Because we're looking for uncertainty. Uncertainty means what? It's like I have to look at what has been at the past and I can do the better estimation for this for uncertainty. At least see the some patterns in the future. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You, you mentioned that there are some tools that are out there today in the pipelines. When you talk about this whole idea of creating not just a software pipeline, but a smart software pipeline, are we looking at uh, completely gutting out existing tools or are we looking at taking existing tools and augmenting them with something that perhaps is missing today? What are your thoughts on that? It's a great question. We're not throwing any tools. We're using existing. Because if you look at all tools, especially <clears throat> in DevOps domain, actually I'm counting, we have what, as of, I'm not counting every day, but weekly, it's almost more than 300 tools available right now. 300 mm -hmm. tools specifically for software delivery, including issue tracking systems and build, name it. If you're interested, if you go to devopsbookmarks.com, you can see the tools that keep coming up. Yeah, I'm familiar so we're with not, that, yes. Right, we are not taking out any tools. I don't want to do that. What we should do, tools also tool generating a data. Almost every tool has some log files in it, some APIs in it. And then get their data, put into the data lake, which we are doing it already, and adding a smart pieces into like learning from our data and then feeding back to the everybody else. So using existing tool, we're not changing a new tool, but we are saying changing like using a smart way of, of our new infrastructure in the software delivery perspective. So we are adding a smart pieces in almost issue tracking systems, adding a smart pieces in our test phases, adding smart pieces are code repository check-in, check-out, and then deployment. So there's multiple things we can edit based on the data has been collected. So using existing one, adding another layer on top of it, and basically adding a smart as a glue code and connecting the dots. So technically integrated pipeline has that concept in it, but we are not taking advantage of that connectivity. So still we are looking for individual components, looking for a Jenkins as an example, and see the breakdown structure of my tasking. And looking for uh, GitHub or, or GitLab, we're using it, a number of commit as an example. We're looking for different test tools for looking test coverage as an example. So still, we are going to different tooling and, and looking for the data, but they're not connected to each other. Mm -hmm. So we need a, it's time to connect. It's kind of like what I see, it's a next a mandatory evaluation of DevSecOps DevOps concept. Yeah, it's, it's really, it, it is going to yeah. come. It's interesting. We, if we look at the, the business and how it has evolved historically, we had a lot of silos and we had data within those silos. You know, we're seeing a similar pattern here where we've got tools, data exists within those tools, but now it's time to pull that data out and put it as you had suggested, for example, in a data lake and be able to mine that information and extract right. out some insights right. from that. There's a, um, a data governance kind of element to this. Are there any groups that you're aware of, perhaps even your team? Um, is there any work being done in the industry right now to try to come up with consistent definitions 
that would make the data sets more easily able to integrate with each other? So the, as far as I know, the industry are getting together, building out a kind of group and looking for a continuous delivery perspective and looking for what type of data needs to be collected because of the delivery management. It is, it is industry, but it's a limited group of participants. It is not widely open to the industry yet. I mean, it's kind of experimental phase to me. There are a lot of tools like a dashboarding capabilities out there. And then still all this dashboard are limited to the certain technologies. Mm -hmm. It's not there yet. And again, the, some companies have some intelligent pipeline concept they do. Intelligent pipeline is also specific technologies, specific tooling. Right, so right. I'm hoping that as an industry, as a thought leader, we should come up with a framework or build up a, a one or two modules as independent from each other's and see the possibility of it. I know it's difficult, but eventual ecosystem will that happen. So I always use the analogy for myself. When we look at the Jenkins, it was started open source. So now Jenkins has more than 2000 plugins. People are, are seeing needs, like a developer or the, the organization are developing that concept. So if we start that idea and eventually people will generate their plugins and be part of the, the communities. But the concept is we are saying here, use the data effectively now and then take it and learn it. Then after that, feed it back to the team members. So that's kind of like a evolution, next generation of thinking of DevOps as it's at the beginning. We, we already solved the problem connecting the pipeline. That's already solved. Now we are talking about more cultural elements changing the behavior of the team. So now the team changed their behaviors, but we need something to help them to do their, their job better. Mm -hmm. So the culturally, if you help them, but still we rely on the tools. So ecosystem is gonna help us as a software delivery concept, feeding back to the every stakeholders in a smart way. Like, change, like basically confirming architecture is the right architecture has been done. Do we have any deviation architecture with respect to the code we are writing? You know, estimating the any type of file maintenance that we are maintaining the code repositories. The better estimation for schedule. See that a lot of things we do right now manually, it's gonna come automatically from the pipeline. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation, Hassan. Uh, before we conclude, is there anything else that you want to let our listeners know about that maybe is around some trends you're observing in the DevOps space at all? So right now, the trends I have been observing is people are struggling right now. Then how can I build up AI systems in the software delivery pipeline? And maybe you heard about MLOps concept and it's coming up last two years and how we handle the data elements. It's more about building AI systems automatically efficiently. And then the next time, next trend will be that we just discuss and using AI for inside the software delivery pipeline and not, not building something, but let's use for ourselves. So trend is, is really building up a, a delivery concept or how we get the data how we train our data and how we get a production model behaviors and feeding back to the data scientist. And then how we can the hybrid solution using automating concept. And so we can deploy the model effectively. So based on the statistics, it's available in Google. I don't remember right now exactly the phrase, but 
uh, almost 75% of the AI systems are failing because of lack of deployment practices. So that's going to be get solved. And then eventually next step will be the more smart software pipeline concept will come into the picture. Mm, interesting. Well, Hassan, thank you very much as always for coming and talking to us today. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Altes. Thanks for having me in. Can't get enough of the balancing act? Make sure to check out our website at www.securitycompass.com and be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts for more episodes.